Hello and welcome to Unnatural 20s, a podcast where we leave the fate of each episode up to the rules of a D20. My name is Books and I will be the one leading this adventure today. How this podcast works is that I, as the DM, will be rolling a D20 that correlates to our adventure log. Whichever number I roll determines what we discuss and where this episode will go. I can also dish out experience points and deal out damage, making me the all-powerful, all-knowing one to please in this episode. This special edition episode will be coming to you from one of my favorite locations. That's right, a poorly lit and very old library. More on that later. Now, every good adventure needs books. And okay, some probably some uh, friends too. So of course, I've brought some along. I've got a big stack of hardcover books nearby. And I've got some friends not nearly as wordy, but just as sturdy. To my right is... I'm going to be the sturdy one. Fuck you. Hey, what's up? It's Cassie. And also, I just got to say, I'm yelling from outside the library because I don't read. I'm not a nerd. So you heard that from outside the library, but I am sturdy. Outside the library? Yeah. Okay. What? I'm here to cut in. It's Caitlin. I do karate in the book place called the library, (laughs) and I chop them books in half with my mind. I'm Caitlin. I think that's very against library rules to chop the books. It really happens with my mind? I don't think so. Yeah, you're hurting the knowledge, bro. No, I'm I'm gaining the knowledge. But then you're selfishly taking it for yourself. That's right. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> she's very proud of it. All so. right. Well, we, we stop Caitlin from destroying all the books and drag Cassie into the library. Um, then we can really get on this adventure. Are you guys ready to uh, check out some books and this adventure? <laughs> check it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Check it out. Check it out. <laughs> Are there late fees? Uh, <laughs> I started to put like those kinds of puns in and it all went to pornos and I just couldn't bring myself <laughs> to do that. So <laughs> this is just soft core porn. <laughs> that's, all, that's all it is. Just, that's that's all, all this is. I'm reaching a new market. I pretended to have a library episode, guys. It's a soft core porn episode. Sorry. <laughs> I'm really I'm so far out from this library. I am down the street now. All right, before we begin, I'd like us to um, start this adventure off with a nice little snack. That's right. It's our beautiful beginning of our crit, which our critical fails. Can you guys tell me how um, we failed this week, aside from creating a soft core porn? <laughs> well, we don't know if we failed at that yet, so <laughs> that's true. Maybe we're really good at it. <laughs> let's not- I feel like that might be our life calling. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I mean, sure, let's do it. <laughs> We make the good money. Let's do it. Uh, while you're speaking of snacks, though, my fail is that I ended up being a snack, and it mentally Ooh. really fucked me up. So on our trip, we went on a we went on a couple hikes recently, and during one of these hikes, I uh, I got a little friend on me as in a tick, and a tick yeah. <gasps> was on me. Yeah, I didn't find out until no. I showered. And let me tell you, I'm not okay. Not okay with that no. whole experience. It's not. I don't like it. I had to get our one roommate to like pull the tick off me because those are in you and it was a bad time (laughs) wow i can't i can't even talk because you just prepared me for this no i just had to throw it out there one of my number one fears is ticks same i I was in the room with you when this happened and i am so glad that i did not see this Mm -hmm. the sucky boy yeah uh because 
they are i've never actually seen one but i've heard of them and looked at pictures of them online and they they bring fear to me so yeah i have much sympathy for you they're terrifying luckily this boy didn't he wasn't on there long so he didn't like fill up he was still a flat boy because if it was a full oh god i would have i would have been i would have been here you guys i just <laughs> you would just have turned into i don't think i want to be here i think i'm gonna leave <laughs> that's why i was staying out from the library is for your sake <laughs> wow um, oh, I know. I'm usually the one who brings up like the most disturbing or gross like medical things and stuff. Cassie, you have really destroyed mm-hmm. my life right now. My whole life is destroyed. It's in shambles from this experience. <laughs> <laughs> well, Cassie, your fail really sucks. And so does mine. Um, oh. Want to know why? Because uh, I was I got some milk tea uh, today and it was really great. Um, and I asked for no boba, but they were a little distracted when making it. So they did actually put boba in it, which was fine because I do like boba. I just didn't want it at the time. Um, but they didn't give me the boba straw. They gave me the tiny straw. So oh. uh, my fail is that I was so stubborn. I did, decided not to ask for the large boba straw. I decided to try to suck the boba with the tiny straw. Um, so obviously it didn't fucking work. I do not have fucking lungs of steel. I cannot suck that hard. <laughs> So instead, I tried to suck it up, didn't work. So then I decided to rescue my straw and suck from the other end. And you know what I did? I sucked that. I sucked the boba right out of the straw through the opposite end. And then I baptized myself with all the milk tea and the boba pieces that were inside that straw. What? What? How? Okay, imagine <laughs> I'm sucking from this the top. <laughs> it's not working. There's boba and milk tea stuck inside. Okay. I go to the bottom. I pick that straw up. Go to oh, the, you still? Yep. And I I sucked from there. Mm. I got the you boba like water at the bottom. folded into there. Yeah, and then I was baptized. Mm, yeah, with milk tea. And, yeah, and boba pieces. Oh, and uh, you were bobatized. <sighs> I'm hating this. <laughs> <laughs> you two are really on this. I was <laughs> I was bobatized and then the child popped up and thought I was his papa. So it was really weird. Um, but yeah, what? that was, that was <laughs> Boba Fett. <laughs> Anyways, that was my fail. <laughs> God damn uh, well, your fail uh, came because like you didn't ask a question. I just couldn't suck hard enough. Okay. My fail came because I... Guys, I asked too many questions. I was so obnoxious. And do you ever have like that outside of yourself moment yes. where you like realize you're doing something terrible and you just wish you could make yourself stop? Yes. Yeah. And you like double down um, on it because you can't. Yep. Yes. Yeah. I, I had an orientation for my new job where I met all of like the other adjuncts who are teaching at this university and um, my future supervisor or my current supervisor, I guess, and everything. And we were, you know, she, she opened it up and she's like, does anyone have any questions? And I was like that obnoxious front row student. Oh, in that I yeah. could not stop asking questions. I monopolized the whole class, but I had so many. And then like, <laughs> there were moments where nobody would talk and you just I had just, to fill like, it you just had more i just kept filling it because it was now silent and then like what was worse is i would ask a question about you know some aspect of our teaching or whatever and my supervisor wouldn't have an answer and no one else in the class would have an answer and then i didn't know what to do because she would just kind of like i'll just <laughs> jot that one down and then i'm like okay and and then i just kept asking more questions uh and i Damn. wanted to die on the spot but i couldn't make myself stop so that's unreal and um, i'm so proud of you 
That's oh, I hate good. myself. <laughs> like, I don't think I, I, I'm so glad we're online because I don't have to run into these people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, we'll just, you know, I can turn my video off for like our future faculty meetings, hopefully. And then hopefully they just completely forget I'm not that person. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully by the time we see each other again, they will not remember me as that annoying girl. You know what? I don't feel like it's on you. I feel like questions. it's on this person for not including all of the data. If you're going to be presenting something, you got to come with all the facts. <laughs> Otherwise, you're just inviting people like you with questions who actually want to learn it's not your fault it's their fault oh, and you're you. just here thank you sucking up all this knowledge like a fucking tick she's already sucking up like i can't oh. <laughs> oh, there no she she ruined herself there there we go <laughs> yeah they're a tick for knowledge <laughs> oh oh i don't like that <laughs> hey do you ever think about just it that way <laughs> uh okay back to the library <laughs> um i'm gonna need everyone to like take a deep breath and enjoy that beautiful smell of old paper there's probably some dust i'm sorry about that but like that book smell is just so good and we're gonna forget about ticks so cassie i've dragged your happy ass in we are in this library and we are gonna walk through the stacks and you guys you find yourself intrigued by the shelves they seem to just grow taller around you and there are just more and more books cassie you sneeze because because there's some dust Mm, i got them allergies echoes a shh that clearly only a librarian can give this is this is the ultimate library um as we're walking you both feel a pull in the direction down a specific aisle which is good because that's really the only direction we can go you can't find the door anymore so it feels like this direction is going to hold some answers for you and like i said it's the only way to go so while we walk in the library you follow this path down and i think that's a good place for us to start our adventure you guys are being pulled in a specific direction oh man you feel like answers are going to be found in this library it's going to be great there's nothing bad that could happen i feel so welcomed and at ease i'm just ready to suck up all this knowledge and karate chop some books that's the right sort of wrong answer (laughs) i do (laughs) i was trying to turn it around and no karate chopping books is not the answer it's simply wrong it could help us though on this journey because you can like hansel and gretel it like it's our way that's probably not the right analogy or whatever but like you're leaving little little breadcrumbs you you can find your way back by your torn up by the like shredded books yeah just book hats all right I don't recommend it, but I guess you could. We're doing it, so do that. <laughs> take your recommendations okay. and shove it. <laughs> we rolled a fourteen, which is best NPC for the week. So, can you guys tell me about you know some NPCs that you've run into? My NPCs. So we're being drawn by these books, and let me tell you, I was fully drawn in by this group of girls at BevMo that we ran into because um, mm-hmm. I could hang out. Like I want to be best friends with these people. This little group of girls. And like, I just, I could have spent all day in BevMo with them, just going down every single aisle and hearing all their stories. So it first started, we kind of like were there at the same time and we ran into these aisles and this in cap had a whole bunch of white claws. It's a big, it's a high traffic area. It's going to get all of our attention right there. So the one of them stops and is just like, oh my God, there's a case of just mangoes. And she is like holding it and almost (laughs) caressing this case. And in that moment, I knew we could be the best of friends. And then after, so we grabbed our stuff and we were getting ready to head out and they were starting to wrap up their whole process, but they still had, they were having a good time. They still had stories to share. And, uh, she, they came across something. I can't remember what it was, but it's like a rosé offshoot of something like, Mm -hmm. like, uh, some rosé, like 
Stella Rosa, maybe, maybe Stella Rosa, like Rose. Oh, I don't, something like that. And so one of them were like, oh, this could be good. And then the one who also caressed the white cloth thing stepped up and was like, I shotgunned one of those and blacked out in five minutes. I don't remember that whole night. <laughs> I woke up in the yard. I don't remember a thing. And in that moment, I wanted to go down every single aisle with him because I knew she would have a story. Yes. And she was so, they were so supportive of each other. They're like, oh, girl, been there, done that. And then like, as I was checking out, they saw my beer and they're like oh that beer she has it's a good one i was like is it i wasn't sure they're like girl you're gonna love it and i just <laughs> i've never felt so goddamn supported while shopping i just need them always in my life plus you get great stories and commentary yeah. they support your choices and they give you little tidbits of their own and lives. they've they've lived they've lived a life you know <laughs> <laughs> someone who shotguns oh, rose, rose has <laughs> lived a life oh, yeah. that was my favorite part is i was like i don't how you shotgun that <laughs> she was just so instant just like mm, shotgun that fucked me up blacked out it's like kind of you know like the cinnamon challenge that happened quite a yeah. few mm-hmm. years ago like wine's kind of like rosé even is pretty dry i have to imagine it's like shotgunning equivalent to the cinnamon challenge yeah, like honestly. it just doesn't want to go down your throat honestly like it's like a gin shot or something you know it's dry you gotta really work at it and she did um on the the note of positive NPCs. I probably have like the most excited, enthusiastic NPC ever because we were going to treat ourselves. We went to the Nestle Toll House Cafe to get ourselves some cookies. Yes, they don't have any near us. The closest one is 29 miles away. We found out. Anyways, so we we made ourselves to this Nestle Toll House Cafe to get some good cookies and desserts. And um, this girl who was helping us out was super kind um, and was giving us great enthusiasm every time we picked a cookie like oh that's a good one oh that's my favorite great person right um we get to the checkout and we go to pay and then i put in my card and she goes oh like it's gonna ask you for a tip you totally don't need to do one but like you totally can if you feel like it but you know it's up to you do whatever you like so of course it prompts and it gives you like three four options on how you want to tip do you want to tip like 10 percent, which is like 75 cents you want to do a dollar do you want to do dollar 25 things like that so me being a straight asshole gives her 75 cents and this girl gets so fucking excited she's like oh oh my god thank you you tipped me i really appreciate it i was like fuck now i should have given her like three dollars like i felt so bad you cheap asshole yes i feel so bad but um my npc is just this enthusiastic girl who lives who works at the nestle toll house factory and just lives for these great tips which i think she got a tip from like everyone there so i mean 75 cents goes a long way when you do it every single time so <laughs> and we're I'm just, that's how i'm making myself feel better there you go <laughs> that's how it is uh, but I, I i wish i had a dollar on me or something i've done those ones before and it just feels insulting sometimes uh, yeah you really only purchase like three dollars worth of things it's like 32 cents yeah You're, that's, that's just rude i bought four cookies and tipped her 75 cents because it was like the option on there i didn't read it i yeah. just kind of pushed it and then saw it later like as i pushed i was like fuck as she was like thanking <laughs> me i was like damn it i'm such a dick but you're so nice i apologize so yeah at least she wasn't mean about it no she, was she wasn't fair, for no. the whole 75 cents no asshole. she got loud and happy about it, it. was it was so heartbreaking because like each of us were we went in separately to like yeah. go buy these cookies because we had the dogs so we we're each trading off and when we got back we were like was she was the person very excited for a very little tip and we just all <laughs> felt like absolute <laughs> dog shit because we were like it wasn't that much money and it was like the greatest gift to her like i wanted to give half my paycheck to yeah. her like i felt the need to go back in if I ever see that girl again, she 
will get the heartiest of tips. I'd fucking die for her. She complimented <laughs> my cookie. Com- <laughs> I'm going to put her in my will. <laughs> I don't the know your name. The girl at the Nestle House counter. Find her. You'll know the one. The one who cries when you give her 20 cents. <laughs> she was oh. so nice. She deserves so much better. I apologize for being a dick. <laughs> I just hope everyone tips her. Yeah, hopefully, like, she, you know, yeah, daily she gets, you know, 100 customers and they all tip 75 cents. She's got, like, that'll add up. Almost $100. (laughs) 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 No, so my NPC does not have to deal with those. I hate those tipping things. I get so anxious over it. But my NPC, we've been going on walks really since, like, everything kind of shut down. I've been dragging um, Nick out for walks regularly. And we've seen this little boy pretty regularly in our neighborhood. To the point where he like now has started like talking to us and recognizing us. And um, the last time we ran into him, he was like, oh, my gosh, I know you. But he was sitting on this like brick wall ledge and it was pretty high up. This kid is like maybe four years old. And um, he's like sitting on there. We're like, oh, hey. And Nick decided to like just, you know, random conversation. Oh, be careful up there. And the little kid was like, yeah, I know. I fell yesterday. I really hurt my arm. And he lifted it up and the thing was just bloody and like you could tell the bandages <laughs> did not cover it. <laughs> like he had some bandages on it but they didn't like cover nearly enough and i was like holy oh. shit that ca- i relate so much chilling up on this giant brick wall again and like it's no big deal and um he's my hero so <laughs> i God. feel this kid so much That's so, so awesome so connected to this little spirit that was 100 percent. that was just me also just yep. fucking sitting out on a wall waiting for people to come by fucking me just to chat yes and then it's just like i know i really hurt my arm yesterday and just slowly lifted and it's shittily oh. bandaged up yeah yeah I feel like he has so much NPC energy because I feel like it's just one of those like someone who has a bridge that you have to cross all the time and just have mm-hmm. casual conversations. Just going to tell you his story. Tell you his story about how yesterday he fell off and of the same place he's sitting at right now. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. I love this kid so much. Uh, so yeah, he's he's not only my NPC, he, NPC he's like my new, new hero because he deserves it. Okay, those were great NPCs. I want to give you guys some points before we um, move on and we focus back on this beautiful library full of books that we are in. Uh, Cassie, for your NPC of these girls who also need to be our new best friends in BevMo. I'm going to try to meet up with them again, man. They changed I, my life. You know what? You could ditch us for them. I honestly would understand. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going to add them. Oh, Adam. <laughs> Ooh, yes. I like this better. That way I don't lose, you know, friends. Uh, <laughs> 180 points. And then... Dougal, for making someone's day with 75 cents. It's probably like the only time you can. Um, 150 points. All right. As you guys walk down the aisles of books, you notice a stack that's on the ground. Uh, They're not shelved like they should be. They're kind of right in front of you. There's a blue book, a red book, a gray book, and a pink book. And you hear from this This omniscient voice that you can each select just one book. What one do you choose? The pink one. It's a real trap. It's a real. Uh, she put both of our favorite colors in there. It's <laughs> no, an absolute fucking trap. I'm not gonna fall for it. Gray. Okay. Oh. <laughs> uh, Caitlin, you picked the pink book, and as you pick it up, it opens and a shining light comes out. And before oh. you, you uh, are now gifted with summoning Dick. 
<gasps> like Ahab. <laughs> this is yes. not what you think. Uh, like Ahab from Moby Dick, sometimes you really just need to catch a whale. But unlike Ahab, <gasps> with this wand, you can summon that whale when you desire, but only oh. once. So you don't have to commit your entire existence to hunting it down. You oh. will get to summon a giant whale. Oh, oh my God. Books a whole goddamn whale. You're giving her the power to summon a whole goddamn whale. Use it wisely. Um, yes. I, I know she is. She should be used at the end of our adventure. Of our she's adventure. gonna pop it uh, off uh. whatever. <laughs> you only get to use it once. Cassie, you picked the gray book, which yeah. is Havisham's Heat. Just like the angry and vengeful Miss Havisham, what? you also have the power in your refusal to move on. But instead of burning yourself, this gift allows you one. Ball of fire at the time of your choosing. Oh fuck yeah! So you can just Hell throw yeah. a giant ball of fire. Um, a giant. I'm into that. Yeah, and um, keep those on mind. Caitlin, you have summoning dick. Cassie, you have have a sham's heat. I've sham. never and heard of that, but I'm so excited. I've never either. <laughs> you said those words, and it's there's said there's like, like a, nothing. There's like a book title in there somewhere. Can't tell no, you what it is. No, there's not a book title. Oh, okay. In Cassie's. Yeah. Oh, Miss Havisham is from Great Expectations by hmm. Charles Dickens. Oh, I she's this crazy old lady that. who like lives in her attic wearing a wedding dress. Let me tell you something. That's Books. fuck yeah, my future. Pip, that's yes. a person from Great Expectations. <laughs> he is the main character. He names himself Pip. He has crutches. No, darn it. <laughs> or no, you think of Tiny Tim. No, yeah. I'm thinking of Pip, but I didn't read that book, even though I was supposed to in seventh, ninth <laughs> that's grade. Tiny Tim. Oh uh, well. Fuck me, okay? <laughs> Get wrecked, dude. All right, I'm going to roll again. You guys are doing excellent. And we rolled a seven, which is throwback. For my throwback, I wanted to talk about the clapping games that we played like when we were in elementary school. I don't know if you guys just found it so fun to sing stupid songs and clap alongside them, but I sure did. Oh, fuck yeah. I killed it at Lemonade. Love that shit. Fucking Lemonade okay, so I don't was... think I ever played Lemonade. Really? really? Lemonade? I know. I feel like I've missed the cultural. What was lemonade? Lemonade, it, crunchy ice. Beat it once, oh, beat it twice. Lemonade, it twice. crunchy lemonade, ice, beat it once. Crunchy ice, beat it once, beat it twice. Oh, yeah. Wasn't there more to it? At the very end. Oh, some people added the cool kids. The cool kids did like turn around, touch the ground. Oh, I forgot about all that one. And then like did something cool, but I wasn't cool, so I didn't know that part. <laughs> there <laughs> was one that was like you did the splits with. Did you guys ever play what Mailman? The mailman? Fuck no. no. Yeah, it was like Mailman, Mailman something something but like every single time you did like your hand swipes you like stretched your feet out and then you lost the game when you could no longer like do the saddle straddle oh no fuck i would i would have remembered that one and i would have that would have been my favorite because i could do the splits and i would just destroy everyone yeah i was terrible at it because i could like barely just stand with my feet shoulder width apart so yeah i'm so glad that never caught on to when any of my schools because that one would have sucked i want to play that one now <laughs> i'm not gonna play it, was it really with you. not fun <laughs> i didn't like it let's play it together so. right now <laughs> but those i'll go first <laughs> they were all so simple besides that one like that would require a skill the rest of them like lemonade especially were just so simple so it was just like fun to do like it was just a simple thing but you got so hyped to do it what were some of the things that you had at the end of lemonade because i had like freeze beat it once beat it twice freeze yeah i think that was it and then we did do like I spin around freeze what, touch what? the ground wait hold on right. you're the cool person tell me i don't think i was the cool person you have to be cool in order to know that part all right you well did? then we said we said turn around light your joint smoke <laughs> it up 
puff puff patch bitch and then you melt into the ground because you are the ice <laughs> we said ditch class fuck your dad <laughs> get paid the fuck the system burn towns <laughs> Wow, these are really, uh, <laughs> we had to do a ball and we did it. were way cooler than I was because <laughs> these are all Cassie's. She's sharing with us full of knowledge yeah, of the cool people. You guys a little glimpse. Uh, I feel like, like, there was definitely, like, you were in some sort of club of knowledge once you knew one of the songs. And you oh, yeah. Up, oh. Like, and join any sort of group if they were singing it. But if you didn't know the words, like, you just had to stand there on the outside and be like, oh, I can't do this one. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't, I can't join in with you guys. I so don't know the code. Who introduced you to these? Because I remember I didn't learn these until I had a friend who transferred schools into my private school because I went there until... Uh, the end of fourth grade. So she transferred in and she had all of these cool sing song things. So she was the one who taught me most of them. Um, who taught you guys these? Do you remember? So this is the one benefit I can think of of having an older sister. Oh. Was that her yeah. friends sometimes were like nice to me too and they didn't have like some of the clap like that when I went along with them required like four people. Mm-hmm. And if she only had like two friends over, they I, I was the you know fourth because they didn't have someone else to do it with and so i learned them all from her and i think that was like the only cool thing about me was that i got to go to school and teach all my friends how to like almost say bad words because i knew these (laughs) cassie who taught you it was just there was no it was like whoever knew it at the time just kind of like taught everybody Everyone like you would just go to like if so, people were just like genuinely excited to have these new ones like oh, that their yeah. older siblings or whatever taught mm-hmm. them or like I transferred in. So there was like a new one that I knew because everybody was playing. Uh, I can't remember. I can't remember which one it was, but I was like, oh, I don't know that one. But we played this one. So mm-hmm. it was just like it was like trading Pokemon cards. So it was just like, yeah. I know this hand clap one. What's up with this? I remember I introduced Miss Susie to my public school from mm. my private school, which you would never think Ooh. because Miss Susie. Nope. Miss Susie was you a used to ro- almost say the word ass. You almost say bad words. And I, mm-hmm. I, Miss Susie was my favorite because it was the longest and I knew all of it very well. And you almost got to say bad words. So it was like almost raunchy. And I was like, it was like sort of rebellious. And I was this girl coming from private school over here teaching all the people bad words. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you got your street cred, even though you went to private school. Yeah. I got my street cred and didn't have any friends and sat in the library all by myself and read books. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello. It was the perfect thing, though. So, like, you know how we always had to wait for daycare, but you had to, like, wait for all the kids to get yeah. picked up until that time where it was officially daycare? This was the shit that, because you could just turn around. We mm-hmm. always had to line up at the one school, and it would just be like, you mm-hmm. just turn to the person around you'd be like well we got time to kill what's up let's play one of these i think the one i did most recently was slide that one slide yeah. slide stresses me the fuck out I love it's hard. Slide. that one's fun i just wear rings so i always have to take them off otherwise i always slap too hard you get very excited your slaps <laughs> are very I enthusiastic i get really excited and i get too excited and i end up slapping the shit out of everyone's hands on that one I think the, like the last time I ever played slide was senior year of high school. We were on senior trip. We went to Disney World mm-hmm. and those lines are so long. Yeah. And we just sit there waiting in line. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we had been in school together for, I mean, Cassie at least is four years, but most of us had been in school since like elementary school. So there was nothing new to talk about mm-hmm. on senior trip, sitting in those lines for like hours and hours on end. So we played slide a lot. No, they're remember? perfect for lines. That's why I played slide most recently. It was because we were in a yeah. line for something and it's perfect. And have lemonade ever, too. Have you tried to get sl- slide started recently though? Because there's this weird thing where you either get people super fucking hyped for it or just like, I can't, I don't even want to begin to try this. Yeah. 
I, yeah, I feel like it's too extreme. So I don't think I have tried. I remember when like my cousins were a little bit younger, I could always get them to play slide because they were like still of the right age where it was like real cool to do in public. But mm-hmm. then they hit that age where they were like, oh, I don't want to be seen with you playing slide. Like Dude, that's yeah. not cool. So oh, yeah, I, know I, it's I don't not think the I'd same. ever go up to a stranger. Oh no, never a stranger. God no. Oh, Just be weird. God, no. <laughs> I could. I'd never have that confidence to be like, "What's up, bro? You no. want to play slide? I'm bored." <laughs> but we did. Hey, since we're both here, you ready to uh, be dominated at slide? I'm gonna fucking so. wreck you at this shit, dude. But we did. We got super into. It's not the same, but we got super into ninja. Oh yes. Oh, and you look so odd. I'm sorry. You're like a group of kids, like um, nine kids in a circle swiping just one arm at each other. But that's what must have looked so weird. That's what made me think of it when you said like you thought you were cool with your group of friends doing it. Because I specifically remember thinking like we're just so cool for playing ninja in the middle of the fucking ball right now. Like some real assholes. I remember we used to do that because I went, we went to like Christian school and um, I was on worship team, which meant, you know, I was in a lot of public places waiting to perform and wearing like matching Christian shirts and stuff. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we'd all just stand around playing ninja and looking back, like they must have thought we were some, you know, poor kids who had never seen a mall before <laughs> and just sitting there like getting ready to perform, playing this weird game because we probably didn't, weren't allowed to watch TV or something. <laughs> I remember I didn't learn ninja until high school. Mm. I no one played it in high school. Yeah, you, that's where you learned it too. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Well, I thought that was just me, but I was really bad at no. it because I have bad reflexes. We played that one, and then like if we only had two people, we played a game called Sticks, which was like a numbers game. Yes, oh, yeah. That also. Oh yeah. yeah, I played that up in college. It's <laughs> <That's> a, <bad laughs> a fucking brag on us right now. <laughs> I could count numbers on my hands in college. Oh wow. Uh well thank you for joining in on my throwback of clapping games and then on to just all sorts of games. And now I really just wanna play like ninja again. Oh, Honestly, I don't know why. I was Super hoping you wanted to say slide. Slide I too. I, I sucked at slide though. I was really good at ninja. I was terrible at slide. That's if you so. had older brothers, you kicked ass at ninja. You had only an older I, sister, but I had to always be on guard with like an older brother. So like I have, I'm fucking ready for that shit well, always. Certain okay, older to be brothers. fair, <laughs> I have a younger brother, but he is only a year younger than me. Yeah. And he's six foot two. So it's not like he's like a tiny guy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he could, I think, yeah. Cassie, you are the only one that could pull that older brother thing because my older brother didn't he help me with Ninja. True that. He didn't help oh, me. Oh, yeah, no. He didn't help me with I, that. I, he didn't even know older lemonade. Older sisters are <laughs> vicious. Older sisters are ruthless. You dodge things because they, whew, they hit. Ready They're to throw. Mean. Oh, yeah. I think I definitely, my sister was much more mean and like physically would slap me or hit me more than my brother. Yeah, that seems about right. I would beat my brother, yeah. so I, I would say that. <laughs> That See, right. that makes sense. Yes. Yeah, I was a middle child. There were two boys against one girl. I had to be dominant. That's fair. So moving away from that. Uh, <laughs> from beating your siblings. Each <laughs> get 200 points for uh, talking about all of that with me. All right. I think it's time for us to take a nice little break. We've been walking a real long time. It's easy to get distracted by all these books. So let's check out some other great content. Hello and welcome to FMK All Day. I'm Erin. And I'm Elizabeth. And on this show, we play no holds barred f*** Mary Kill. <laughs> yes, it's true. Only we don't bleep out the bad words. No regrets. Each episode is under 15 minutes, and you can find us on the Scavengers Network and wherever you like to get your podcasts. And we're back. Uh, that was really great. 
Um, and I think it's back time for us to get back into this adventure. I don't know about you guys, but if we go too long without it, I'm just going to start reading a book. No, I'll just get lost down these aisles. I'm just going to start to wander <laughs> way ahead. I like looking at the pictures on the covers and then sticking my face on it. Mm-hmm. We've all been that there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we've all we've all done that. Uh, so many. I get kicked out of bookstores regularly because I refuse to not do that. Does um, this library have a kids section with like it does. the tables Maybe and all we'll the toys? Maybe we'll find it. I feel like Caitlin, you would be the first to find it. Yes. So keep your eyes out for those like colored little chairs and stuff. The um, best part. We rolled an eleven, which is knowledge nugget. Can you guys tell me about some cool things that maybe I don't know about? Oh, I feel like this is the perfect time to hit a knowledge nugget because we are surrounded by facts. So Uh, much knowledge is among us. So much fucking facts. So uh, we were watching TV recently. We don't have cable in our house, so we don't normally watch like cable, but we were in a hotel where we could watch cable and Iron Chef America was on and Alton Brown hosts that. And I forgot how much I fucking love Alton Brown. So I'm just going to go over some cool little knowledge nuggets about Alton Brown that you probably don't know. So uh, you may know him from his cooking show, such as Good Eats. And Good Eats has a certain style where it employs the use of like unusual camera angles. Like he comes up from certain things or like he has the camera in the microwave or the oven, something like that. He has informational text, props, visual aids, scientific explanations, and like the same method of delivery each time. And it was actually on PBS before it was on the Food Network, but I watched it mostly on the Food Network, I think. And in the late 1980s, 19, in the late 1980s, that sounds like so long ago, but in the 80s and 90s, um, it was Ninja Turtle quite years. a while ago. <sighs> Don't say that. In the 80s and 90s, after studying at the University of Georgia drama department, Alton Brown was a cine- cinematographer, became a cine- uh, <laughs> Alton it's Brown. It's okay. I said you were sturdy, not wordy. It's fine. <laughs> it's built into your character description. That's right. So Alan Brown was a cinematographer for several music videos, including one that we all know, the song uh, by R.E.M. This gun goes out to the one I love. What the fuck? Yes. Alton Brown? Alton motherfucking Brown was a cinematographer for that. Like him walking up on set. Hey, I'm going to direct your, I'm going to be the one videotaping your music video. Just seeing Alton Brown there. God. Well, he wasn't like, he wasn't a big deal. I don't think back then. But um, picture no. Alton Brown coming but up picture to you, Alton even Brown. though you don't know him. <laughs> we know him. Oh man. I feel like he fits that type very well, but I, I do enjoy him. So Alton Brown, he was successful in his TV shows and then had Alton Brown live Eat Your Science in 2016. That was his second live tour that he did. The show toured throughout the fall of 2017. And all in total, Alton Brown played over 225 dates, including Broadway. And um, his tours have included large, unusually unusual and probably dangerous food demonstrations, audience participation, and even food songs performed by Alton Brown and his combo. And his what? Does he have a band? His combo? I'm hoping that's what he calls his band. Oh, my God. <laughs> so uh, he has dabbled in a lot of things, including voice acting. Um, if you watch Big Hero 6, he is the voice of Yum Lombanche, which is a character who is a judge for an underground cooking competition, which oh. fucking awesome. Oh. 
um, if you're wondering what Alton Brown is doing right now, he is doing a couple online shows during quarantine, including one which is Pantry Raid, which uh, he creates some classic comfort foods like popcorn, Rice Krispie treats, and other favorite snack hats such snack hacks such as hot saltines and liqueured bacon and other sweet things that you can do that are easy to do that you can do with things that are in your pantry. Um, each episode's like three to ten minutes, so they're super fun. And they all end with, this has been another Alton Brown public service announcement. Thank you for washing your hands, um, mm, which I fucking love. Oh, Alton. Um, he also really enjoys vintage, vintage watches. So if you watch Good Eats, you can know which season you're watching because every season he has a different watch. And that's how the producers were able to know which season they would pull the clips from. And one time his watch broke mid-season, but he continued to wear the broken watch uh, just to maintain the system and the producers would know what was going on. So those are some cool little knowledge nuggets about my buddy, Alton Brown man he's wow. so unreal he's I, such a gem god because i was like i like this guy he's super cool he's knowledgeable and he's out here to teach these facts and man he just got even cooler every time i wikipedia him he's just such like a pure soul he is there's nothing he can't do like he's so talented he's so talented he just always has to have those little thingies and everything and he just keeps learning and he seems like a pretty cool dude slit as hell books i have a knowledge nugget specifically for you Oh, I'm so excited. Because uh, I knew you'd be the only one who would appreciate this because you're a freak. But there was... <laughs> uh, That's me. Did, did you know we put a... There was one time we straight up put a dead body on trial. It was what? called what? the Cadaver Synod. And what? it took. it's a trial that took place in 897 AD. Oh, my God. So at the time, there was... Um, they put... It was a pope that got put on trial. It was Pope Formosus. And oh, he was because of like the burial rites and stuff. When you're a pope, you get like a fancy burial. No, it was something like I. You're gonna have to look into it because I got bored reading it. <laughs> <laughs> but it so for this knowledge nugget, I'm bringing you all the facts. It was something along the lines of like he claimed it was something like that he could take position like i have no idea it was he made some claim and then this dude like straight up was like i don't like that let's put him on trial so seven months later he had him dig up the body physically put him on trial they asked this dead body questions and i don't know how they answered it but he was straight up on trial they asked him questions and he was found guilty by the dude (laughs) (laughs) and then they just buried him on back with his guilty sentence so 897 was fucking wild wow wow oh my god that must have been a stinky courtroom (laughs) indeed yeah yeah the body had to like it's absolutely wild that this happened can you imagine like i know nowadays today like judges get their like cases and like little case folders and they learn about what they're you know presiding over i'm sure some sort of system happened then like people were like oh yeah you're um you're the judge for the dead body case yeah (laughs) the dead hope yeah they just dug him up he's ready He's sitting in your courtroom. He's fully ready. He's ripe, prime, and he's ready. Oh, man. That is wild. Yeah, it's absolutely wild. I can't believe this happened. There's just so many parts to it that, like, he had the power to do it. Like, he straight up was like, no, go dig up that body. Bring it into this courtroom. And then, like, I'm not done. I don't care if he's dead. (laughs) I have beef to settle. Wow. I want to be that petty. My knowledge nugget, uh, I've been researching just a lot of badass women. Hell yes. Fun to do. Um, And so I don't know if you guys have heard of Hedy Lamar. No. No. Okay, so cool. This is going to be great. She is, she was born in 1914, so a long time ago, but she was a film actress. She was known as just this beautiful film actress during the MGM's golden age. So she was a real big star. 
But during the 1940s, she kind of just moved away from film and decided to become a scientist and invented, co-invented the early technique for spread spectrum communications, which is the technology that allows us to have cell phones. What? So this oh, woman shit. is real badass. Um, but it was during World War II that she earned recognition um, because she and her friend, a composer, they both decided to turn to science and they received a patent for an idea of a radio signaling device or what they call the secret communication system, which was a means of changing radio frequencies to keep the enemies from decoding their messages oh, so they could yeah, switch bitch. the channels that they were on. And... Um, she really wasn't recognized for this badass invention until 1997. They finally Whoa. were like, oh, hey, you kind of made this happen. Um, no and way. that's how we have cell phones and things fuck? on different frequencies. Yep. Wow. That's and crazy. When, so, when did she do this? Because I know she got recognized. She did this in, in 1942. 1942. So my girl, she yeah. was a bit old or crusty. She was alive. But she was good, <laughs> real old. Yeah, she was alive when she got recognition, but she was real old. But in 1992 uh, or 1997, they were honored um, by the Electronic Frontier Foundation Pioneer oh. Award. And, yeah. um, and then she was given another award, which is like the equivalent to an Oscars in the field of inventions. So that fucking kicks yeah. ass. I'm so glad she was alive for that. And it wasn't I like know, the right? trial. To they had to... And she was alive for the rise of cellular technology, too. She died in 2000. Oh, so wow. she saw cell phones and all that like communication she, really she big. saw How far the got. fucking razor and the sidekick and she was like yes <laughs> i've done it yes i've fucking done it done it <laughs> look at what my invention led to i want the yeah. sidekick to flap me into my grave very mean um, so yes yeah, that's just a very badass lady that i think everyone should know about uh cassie for your nerd out update which was geared directly towards me i love that the cadaver synapse, synapses syn- synod that makes more sense than synapses uh the cadaver synod um i'm gonna look into that a little bit more because i just need to know fully yeah i figured happens. you would it started to get a little political and i i immediately like i'm i can't i can't follow it so <laughs> that's fair that's fair. it got me the uh, title got me with dead body put on trial and then it got into <laughs> politics and i was like i got half your like, one books is gonna want this <laughs> i'll let her do the research uh thank you for that 300 points Caitlin, for your fantastic um, just knowledge nugget or no, knowledge nugget of Alton Brown, good, good, good eats, good eats, good person, good eats, good person. Oh, I like that. That could just be a tagline on an article about him. <laughs> um, I really love Alton Brown, and now I love him so much more. Yes. So you're also gonna get 300 points. Woo! I threw in the REM back right. for you. <laughs> Guys, we are walking down this library path. Um, and you turn and you feel like you're heading towards something brighter, a less dusty area of the library. But as, about you're, as you're about to start on that path, a woman walks in front of you. She's kind of dressed in like 1800s clothing. And she says, before you can pass and continue on your adventure, you must pass this literary quiz. Oh, oh God. No. Oh, fuck me. Yes. <gasps> Guys, me. I have picked two questions. They're multiple choice and they should... One should be easy. Okay. Oh, no. oh, God. Okay. The other I just had to choose. Oh, um, so you both can work together. You are not working Good. against each okay. other. So okay. You guys can come up. You, I will allow two answers, too. You each can submit an answer and talk to each other about what it should be. Oh, we each get question, to submit one? You okay. each get to okay. submit one, and you can talk to each other if you think one should submit a certain answer. Okay. okay. First okay. question. And they are multiple choice, so I'll give you all the options. What is the best-selling children's novel? A, Good Night Moon. B, The Pokey Little Puppy, C, Where the Wild Things Are, and D, 
the hungry, the very hungry caterpillar. Fuck. Okay, the, the very hungry, hungry caterpillar, caterpillar yeah. like kicked ass. Like yeah, everybody's yeah, gotta yeah. love that one, right? One yeah. of us has to say He's that. Hungry. We're all hungry. <laughs> okay, yeah, go for D. D, my lord. <laughs> I am sorry that it's no! no way. It's wrong. It's wrong. That's the best one you named. The other ones don't compare to that at all. Are you kidding me? Wait, okay, okay, okay. So now we have where the wild things are. I feel like it's got to be wrong. that one. I don't even know those other two. What are the other ones? Oh, the good pokey night little puppy. I know that good one. Night moon. You I know, know pokey all little of them. puppy? Yeah, fuck, I know all of them. <laughs> okay, get damn. Okay. Between the wild so, things. Yeah, like that one has to have like the most status, right? Like there's a movie about that shit. So oh, like yeah, that one probably one. has. I mean, that one was for a little bit older kids, too. Yeah, let's I go for like the wild ones. I it has a bigger range than all the other ones. See, but Goodnight Moon. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go. Oh, you, you, you make the final decision. Uh, where the wild things are. I'm sorry. That's no! also no! incorrect. Guys, it's the pokey little puppy. I don't know the fuck that title. How could it not be the best? Because it's about a puppy and I don't even know what it is. Because what had food in it? <laughs> What is the? I'm googling pokey little puppy. The pokey little puppy. Pokey. What is like? How is he pokey? He has. He's a white and he's slow. Spotted dog. Right. He's a slow little dog. Yeah. I own that book. Wait, he's a dumb dog. <laughs> he's a dumb dog. Are you kidding me? How did I not know <laughs> about this one? Pokey. I know. How did you not know? Wow. I'm about to read Pokey Little Puppy tonight. You should. You can have someone read it to you on YouTube. That's the best part. Can I? Yeah. Look right there. Is there multiple ones of it or just one? No, it's just that Pokey I mean, there's so many editions, I'm sure, because it's an older book, but it's all the same. Same book. Wow. Story. Well, now we know. All right. I would never have picked that one. Well, I thought you guys were going to just want to choose it because it had Puppy in the title. Yeah. I I almost put different books on here but i tried to choose ones that weren't as appealing as the pokey little puppy what, are, hungry, hungry, hungry hungry caterpillar hungry cat- i didn't know that one was gonna hit as hard are you kidding me? bugs the hardest so. <laughs> the one you could have put on there that i would have thought would have beat it would that one with the rainbow um oh the rainbow fish, rainbow fish. yes yeah that yeah, one I didn't pick that one uh and then the other option because it's also a best-selling novel is charlotte's web but i didn't nah. choose that one oh. that one's for adults or adult children what are they called um definitely for children no it's definitely for like eight-year-olds all right well some people didn't have that good of a reading background all right (laughs) jiggle okay all right cassie are you guys ready for your next question yeah let's go for it which novel by scott fitzgerald Uh has people living in west egg and east egg it's gonna be the (laughs) (laughs) side of paradise b the beautiful and the damned c the great gatsby Gatsby! d tender is the night um caitlin it's gatsby (laughs) yes are you going with the great gatsby caitlin yes Yes, you are correct. <laughs> it is the Great Gatsby. That was the easy one. I knew you had read it. You've mentioned several times. That I that do like one that one. Books you read, so I was like, she's gonna know this question. Hell yeah! <laughs> so, all right, good job. This lady's gonna let you pass because you got a fifty percent on that quiz, <laughs> and that's good enough for her. Wow, uh, I'm so glad fine. that was the the children's one wasn't the easy one. <laughs> <laughs> no, F. Scott Fitzgerald was the easy one. The children's one was just I figured. I might trick you into getting the right answer just because I had the word puppy in it. No, I know. Always go with puppy. got fucked. Always go with puppy. All right. You guys did great. I feel like we should just keep on rolling. All right. We rolled a two, which is Caitlin's number. Hell yeah. And for this one, uh, Caitlin is an animal expert. Yep. And she um, tells us all about a new animal. That's right. That's right. All right, Caitlin, are you ready for this week's animal? I'm pretty sure this one's going to be a slammy D for you. Yeah. All right. That's damn. You got some real enthusiasm in this in this back end right here. Mm-hmm. All right. Your animal this week is the vampire squid. 
Yeah, I know what the vampire squid is. What I don't know why I know what the vampire squid is. I cut it in Animal Crossing. And because I am educated on animals, because that's why you asked me this question. Yep, and you're the expert. Yes. So the vampire squid is super fucking cool because it's like white sometimes, but then it's not because it's like a squid and it can like turn colors. It's also very big and it has teeth and uh, it can latch onto things and like suck the living shit out of them. Mm-hmm. And when I say living shit, I mean <sighs> actual dirty shit. Like it sucks the poo poo out of them. Um, that's the coolest part about these Wait, guys. It sucks the poo poo out of what? Out of who? Out of its food, its prey. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah so that's like the, so important. Yeah, the prey still lives; it just eats shit. So like that's like <laughs> is its substance. Okay, yeah, it's <laughs> shit. Wow. Yeah, it's a it's a really cool thing. Um. So, anyways, this vampire squid. Everyone gets really excited for the sound that it makes when it eats shit. So, um, <laughs> I would like to demonstrate to you exactly what that sounds Never like. Been more scared. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Never again. Never again. <laughs> this roll is dead. Bury it. Bury it fully. I hope our listeners really got to witness that. I hope it didn't pick up on Mike. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know if it did pick up on it or on Mike or I, not, but I think I, it did. No, no, okay. It did. It okay. did. Well, I'm glad that you guys all get to witness that because the vampire squid it's, it's a very elusive and it's a very hard to catch an animal crossing sometimes, but other times I can catch it all the time. So And I mean if you catch it, try not to let it eat any shit because it's gonna sound real gross. Yeah. I didn't know it's crazy that when I turned that into blathers, he didn't tell me it was just a shit eater. So it, like it's right? crazy that wasn't the main fact he gave me. Mm. But you that are be the first thing you said. Yeah, you it, the shit eater. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I can't believe you caught this one mid snack. That's crazy. <laughs> this fish that eats poo poo. <laughs> but uh, so I, we're working with a little bit of different facts besides like you know you can catch it in Animal Crossing. That's yeah. how I came across this one. That's a real fact. But um, what I found is that it's one of them deep dark creatures of the ocean. That's right. It lives in the minimum oxygen zone. Mm-hmm. So when you're diving in Animal Crossing, you're going into that deep water. That's right. And it's called a squid, but it's more. It's like closely related, more closely related to an octopus because it has eight legs. That's right. And it gets its name from its appearance, which can range from either jet black or to reddish pale. And its little armies are covered in like all the arms are covered in spiky things and it has webbing between each of those little ones. Mm. But the coolest thing about it and why I love this little guy is that it has um, they're covered in these light producing organs called photophores. Which they can, which is cool. That's like how it glows. It's typically on its little like legs. And you can see like when you pick it up in Animal Crossing, it's like legs glow. It has like little lights on it. So its whole body is covered in that. And it can actually modulate those, which means they could change the size of the lights and also like how long they flash, the intensity of the flash and everything. So like that's all throughout their body. And they kind of just focus it in on certain parts to like lure stuff into it. It's like a rave, a rave squid. It's a little rave squid. Wow. Party boy. <gasps> it fucking kicks ass. I didn't even know like any animal could have that, like, let alone to change where it glows, but like the intensity and like how frequent it flashes and stuff is absolutely insane. So that's, that's so as hell. cool. I'm sure they make that noise too when they eat shit. Yeah, when they're eating shit. Probably. So I'm so glad we we covered all the grounds. So thanks for helping out on that one. I've learned so much. Um, and each of you are going to get 50 points just because I learned a ton. Hell about yeah. this little poo-eating sea creature. <laughs> poo-eating party boy. Poo-eating party boy. Yeah, he is a poo-eating party boy. <laughs> wow. Uh, all right. I think we are at the tail end of our adventure. Uh, <laughs> As you make your way down the aisle, you can see that the shelves of books are slowly ending. Things are getting brighter, less dusty. And just before you pass through the last of the shelves, you find two more books. 
The blue and red book have found their way back to you. You each can select a new one. What do you choose? I choose the red book. <sighs> All right, Caitlin, you got the Granger gadget. After Hermione Granger, this gadget oh. can be redeemed for one answer or solution. Ooh. And Cassie, by default, you get the blue book. It's, it's which only is right. The Caulfield effect. After holding Caulfield, you find yourself <laughs> extra cynical and angsty. Your insult, insults can now deliver damage if whoever you say them to fails a saving throw. Oh, fuck yeah. Yes. All right. You've reached the center space. There are no more shelves around you. And it's a wide open area in which there are no bookshelves. Only a table holding two life-size giant and perfect books. Caitlin, you see a huge copy of Twilight. It's covered yes! as tall as you. And on it, for some reason... Is Taylor Lautner, even though like <gasps> Jacob has barely any part in this first book. I'm not sure why. <laughs> pretty and irrelevant Cassie, in that shit. You see a giant book all about dogs. It is not the Pokey Little oh, Puppy. Man. It is a factual, helpful, useful book all about different breeds of dogs. Oh, it has a beautiful pup on the cover, and you can't wait to learn all about this precious little boy. As you both walk towards and open the I summon my whale. Thrown back. You are not allowed to do shit right now. I am guiding you through. She's this narrating. <laughs> okay, sorry. A, but a, a whale is falling from the sky. I believe. <laughs> I, I, I believe my whale is coming. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> As you both open your books, you are thrown back. You can't fucking use your wand right now. You're midair. Uh, as a force hits you out from Caitlin's book comes a giant glowing orb. It flares with light as it gets closer to both of you. You feel your skin start to burn and Cassie out from your book comes a giant angry cat. This is nice. Not a nice cute kitten. It is a fluffy furry nightmare that has claws out and a giant collar that sounds like a never ending doorbell. What do you do? Well, you gave me fireball (laughs) and a cat. McKenna. (laughs) McKenna, you see what you've done, right? (laughs) You want me to barbecue this cat? You've given me no other options. I guess I have to barbecue this cat. You can work together. I summon the whale! All right, Caitlin, you are summoning dick right now. (laughs) And from above you... Mouth open. A giant, huge, massive whale. And with it comes a sea of water. Because, of course, this whale needs to survive. So whenever he is summoned, he obviously brings the fucking ocean with him. Yes. Um, and he there comes crashing down. That's going to get the rid fortunate of water part fire, dude. Is yeah. he pushes, completely uh, destroys that glowing orb of light that mm-hmm. was burning you guys. Oh, and I forgot about the glow. This giant cat is real pissy and has fled the scene because he does not like water. So you have defeated both of your enemies. However, you are about to drown in this ocean. What are you guys going to do? Damn. I brought, uh, every time I go to a library, I bring floaties just as a backup. <laughs> like, it's just a just thing about a me. <laughs> just like, Cassie, a- she brings her floaties. I know how to karate chop the waves into and part the seas. We can Titanic the shit even. We can just build a door. Titanic, that's not a good situation, <laughs> bro. Hear me out. Hear me out. We're going to build, we'll build like a door of books, like a raft of yeah, books. Okay, okay. Got it. <laughs> just float above it all. Because books float? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, I like that. I also like karate chopping the water into a Moses okay, style. Okay, you try to cr- Moses split the seas, and if yeah. that doesn't work, I'm crafting a book raft. Okay, you guys still have two items too. No, fuck them. You have a Granger gadget. I, I don't have a question. Have a fireball. I have answers, and it's to part the sea. Does it work? 
No! <laughs> Could my giant fireball, if I blast that out Yu-Gi-Oh style, part the sea? Yes! Okay, cool. Wow. I'm going to be Moses, bitch. <laughs> well, I'm going right, to... So in what direction do you blast your fireball? Towards the exit. Good. That was a smart <laughs> idea. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Cassie, you just summon this fireball. It is massive. It's almost the size of Caitlin's enemy earlier. And you, with all of your force, throw it straight towards the exit. It creates an open path, disintegrating and um, turning all of the water in your path into steam and burns a nice little hole into the exit. So the remaining water just floats you guys gently out of this godforsaken library. Is, the, is the whale still there? He doesn't like just well, disappear. Well, is still there. Did he yes, get a hole through him when she blasted the hole? He, he wasn't in the, in the way of the door. Oh, okay. So, I, I just want to know how many casualties. I mean, he's kind of like an <laughs> asshole whale anyway, so we'll just leave him there. It's fine. He's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to say that this whale is part of um, the magic universe in that other people can also receive the dick summoning wand. And can just this well just constantly spends its life transporting, just ending up in random spots. So he's just yeah, gonna disappear. That's why he's angry. He just gets he just got transported to a library. Who knows where else I, this yeah. bitch is? I'd be mad too, man. I get he's it. Been Dick. Through a lot. All right, guys. Thank you for joining on my library literary adventure. Uh, I hope you had fun. I hope you guys just want to dive right into books now. You're just really excited to open them up. I mean, there's a lot of water here, so we can dive into something. That's for sure. I mean, as soon as those books opened up, you had them attack us. So, like, I, did, I, I'm yeah. not I thought it was fitting. <laughs> I thought we were going to have to find, like, a, a section in the library where, like, how to build a raft and stuff like that and figure it out, like, on the fly. Oh, man, I would have never even got to there. So, yeah, that's what no. I was thinking. But, you know, I thought that would have been too difficult. I Big was going to make you guys answer, like, a lot of literary trivia, and then I decided to be nice. I'm yeah, so glad. Have you seen you dick instead? Thank <laughs> you so much. This bitch over here never read the Pokey Puppy. I'm going to tonight, okay? <laughs> Bedtime story. All right, you guys successfully conquered this adventure, and um, I feel like we shouldn't let our ex- our successes end there. I think we should continue on and talk about our successes from this week. Uh, me, Caitlin, might have the same success, but we were able to. We pulled off that last minute trip that we planned, and it was a fun little trip. We planned it all around Puppy, and he had in uh, moments he had a great time. Other times he um, was not excited to be away from home. But it was it was really cool to just get out, try like a whole bunch. Of, we just went on like a bunch of different hikes, took him to the dog beach. So like during those, he had like a lot of fun and stuff. And it was cool to just get him like do like a test vacation with him to see how he does. The answer is bad. But now we know. <laughs> the answer is <laughs> doesn't he doesn't like it. First and last vacation with this boy because he likes his routine and he's not a big fan of road trips. Mm, not a um, fan. But yeah, it was stuck in the car. Not his thing. Not his thing. Not, not his at thing. all. Not even his thing getting out of the car. Um, oh, yeah, there, there's that. But it was a lot of fun. Uh, we road tripped up the coast of California, um, which we lived in California, but we like never done any of that. So it was like fun and also felt very safe because we had the comfort of the car the whole time and we weren't like around people. We went on hikes alone with just like our family unit. So that was really fun. So it was like a nice, um, besides for puppy whining, stress-free trip. So it was a lot of fun. And I really enjoyed going out and about and like checking out the California coast. The coast, bro. Dude, there was actually, we went up to, I've never even heard of this city before called San Simeon is what I like to call it. But Mm -hmm. I don't feel like it's pronounced like that. I feel like it's like (laughs) San Simon or something like that. But San Simeon um, in like central California is super pretty. We went on these hikes and did like a sunset hike with the puppy and it was so pretty. And the water was so clear, and we didn't go in it, but it was nice. It was nice. It was nice, and it was cooler than where we're at right now, so I did enjoy it. 
I saw you guys' pictures and it just looked so awesome. I was a little jealous, but really. Did you happy see how good our how, Yeah, thank you. Do you see how good our boy looks in that golden that golden hour light? Beautiful. Yeah, thank golden you. Golden hour light is meant for him. Yeah, it really is. What He's you don't, a golden hour puppy. He sure fucking is. What you don't know is all of those pictures he was literally crying or crying at us the whole time because Constantly. he just wanted to go take a nap. You can't or tell. Just, yeah, I know. <laughs> he looks good. He looks good in that light. Listen, all models get a little grumpy every now and then. So <laughs> My success is nowhere near as fun or exciting. It's been a, a rough week. But guys, I am officially teaching at two schools. I got asked to teach back at uh, the school I have been working at, too. So Hell it means yeah. I'm like entering the real level of the adjunct life, which is also adjunct hell. Um, <laughs> oh, just. But uh, I think it's like a necessary step or chapter in this journey of being a professor. So yeah. that's going to be my success is that I'm just taking on this um, step of professorship being, I don't know. no it's super exciting that that two schools are having you yeah so that was exciting um and also you know i had to go take an id card picture and at my first school my id card picture is the most horrifying thing next to my license photo but at this school it didn't come out as bad it's still a real bad photo but it's not as bad so that's my other success that means you know if you think it's not that bad it probably looks really good yeah it probably looks really really good because i don't think your license picture looks bad i have not seen your other thing it's real bad my license picture is 15 year old mckenna with braces it's real bad it doesn't look bad for 15 year old and also you haven't seen cassie's license i was gonna which say looks, uh, <laughs> i, was gonna say, to I have seen cassie's it is. Yeah. 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 it's something y'all <laughs> i love looking at it i love it every I single time will it comes say, out yours is probably my favorite license picture next to my brother-in-law's old license picture in which he looks like he's got a bad surfer blonde wig on uh. um and that's one of my favorites too because it's just so and his name's Brad, too. And he just oh. see that bad blonde twig looking thing on his head. Man. Uh, it's a good look. I need to All see right. both of those. Those were some fantastic successes. And I think we're ready to move on to our final success of this episode, which is our points. Caitlin, can you give us those point totals? Yes. At the bottom of the leaderboard with 84,953 points, almost to the 85, is me. It's Caitlin. In the middle with 85,088 points is going to be books. And at the top of the leaderboard with 85,277 points, finally claiming the throne is Cassie. Ooh, oh my God. It took, I can't believe we dethroned books. Please. It's happened. It. we've done it that at fuck my Ended success book this themed is episode i should have reigned even if i couldn't get points this episode it should have still been me on top it should have but wow. we took you down we That's took right. you down yeah. books near now sandwiched Bit in between it. this sandwich of chaos middle child yet again oh ho, ho. Uh, forever the middle child all right thank you dougal for keeping track of that I think it's time for us to roll for our next DM, but we don't need to, right? It can only be Caitlin. That's right. The other middle child is going to be your DM next week. That's amazing. Um, So if you want her to have an extra epic adventure, you know what you should do. You should go on over to either social media or email or any sort of platform where you can communicate with us and send us over some quests, some topics, questions that you have for us. That way, while she is the DM and on her adventure, she can talk about those things you want us to talk about. You can send those to our email, which is unnatural20s at gmail.com. Or you can find us on social media. That's at unnatural20s on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you head over to that, you know, little message center, you can write us that question right there. And while you're there, you know, you might as well follow us. 
engage with us, like our posts, all that fun stuff. If our social media is just not enough and you want some more from us, guess what? You can get some free dice, some free stickers, all sorts of cool stuff. I believe we have one last pair of mini glow-in-the-dark dice Yes. Left. If you haven't seen them, oh. look on our social media. They actually glow really fucking well. They're really They're so good. Well. They are just beacons of light in this dark time. Like, <laughs> they're just so good. Oh, you sold me. And they're tiny, too. <laughs> they're, they're tiny. They're tiny glow-in-the-dark boys. They're beautiful. Um, and how you can get those is if you go over to Apple Podcasts and you write us a five-star review and then let us know on our social media or email us. Um, tell us that you wrote us a review we will go ahead and send you those dice for free and we'll send you some awesome stickers. You can stick those on anything, your water bottles, your computers, your phones, your forehead, whatever you want to do. Yes. Those stickers go great on all sorts of things. If some free dice, some free stickies, still just not enough, we understand we're irresistible. You can head over to our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash unnatural20s. And there you can find all sorts of content such as blog posts, videos, extra clips, everything. You can sign up for as little as a dollar a month or you can be top tier, get uh, a jean jacket from us, join our jean jacket fam. It's real cool. Um, I love wearing mine even though it's so flipping hot here i still throw it on all the time guys because it's just so special committed committed to that aesthetic <laughs> this show is part of the scavengers network you can find our show and other fantastic content such as fmk all day which is a super fun super great show where they get laid married and commit murder, murder all in 15 minutes or less they recently did an episode on narnia where they decided to fuck marry or kill <laughs> a lion a witch or wardrobe oh, yes. um, which is oh, real no. good i definitely recommend checking it out it's so funny and just such like the perfect light-hearted fun that we need right now um and it genuinely makes you consider what you would rather do more um so you can find all of that and so much more on the scavengersnetwork.com this has been Unnatural 20s. Tune in next week for a new adventure on Monday. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.